Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Voiced Out Thoughts. It's been a very long summer. <laughs> I hope you guys all had a very good um, time relaxing, traveling, or just going through day to day, which is which is enough in itself, right? Um, today I have a long time friend here. His name is Jordan. I've mm. known Jordan for <laughs> I've known Jordan practically all my life, I would say. So I would yeah. keep no, Jordan, introduce yourself. I, you're take, you're taking you like my big sister. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> is, can I, is it fair to say that I, I used to spank you when you were young? <laughs> Come on, let's let's not go too far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's not that young. I'm just, just exactly. Joking. Yeah, acting like a whole auntie. Please calm down. We're watching <laughs> Harry Potter together. <laughs> that's, that's actually true. That's actually very yeah. true. <laughs> remember that was actually really nice you know we had a good childhood but good yeah. memories good memories so, um, do, you want, do you want to introduce yourself oh sure um so my name is jordan jordan igor um i'm 28 years old um recently turned 28 so happy birthday to me again um thank <laughs> <laughs> you thank you thank you <laughs> and um i reside in the uk i was born and raised in spain um but yeah, I'm Nigerian. Okay, so uh, you actually gave them a, a, a forward of what we we're going to talk about. But yeah, today we're going to talk about like culture mixed. Um, you know, what's it like? As as Jordan said, is Nigerian Spanish. So I just wanted to him to express himself and you know talk about how it was growing up in Spain. <clears throat> and so Jordan, how do you identify yourself? Right, so. So, yeah, I identify myself as a <clears throat> Spanish Nigerian or, as we say in Spain, Hispano Nigeriano. Hispano Nigeriano. Um, but uh, also, I'd say that I'm a global citizen, as my aunt labels me. She doesn't okay. say, oh, I'm Spanish or Nigerian. She's just like, oh, I'm a global citizen, which I get. Why so, does she yeah. say that, though? Like, what, what makes one a global citizen? What makes one a global citizen is that we have various backgrounds, you know, culturally and, you know, physically as well, ethnically, I would say. So ethnically, yes, I'm Nigerian, you know, I'm also diverse in the Nigerian world. Uh, my father yeah. is Igbo from Enugu State, uh, shout out to 042. And um, from my mother's side, you know, I'm Ijo um, from Bielsa State. Shout out to the Bay Area, 775, no lie. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, and, um, and you know, uh, my mother was also like, she was born and raised in, in Wasugo. She was born and raised in Lagos, you know. Okay. So that itself, like, it's just a mixture of cultures. Adding that, I was also born and raised in Spain. Yeah. So, you know, I've got the best of each world i'd say so that's hence why i'm a global citizen yeah i find it very weird nowadays when people say where are you from because like or maybe i'm just seeing the world from my perspective right but on average mm -hmm. everyone as mm -hmm. was born in a country or in a city moved to another city or your parents were from a certain city <clears> and <throat> moved to another city so the whole concept of being from a place kind of makes me cringe because i'm just like yeah People are not from certain places anymore. This is a freaking, as you said, this is a global world, right? Yeah. And I did notice that you said, first of all, Spanish before Nigerian, right? Because I normally mm -hmm. say Nigerian before Nigerian Spanish. I mean, mm -hmm. it looks like the same thing, but it's not the same thing, right? So you said I'd, Spanish first, yeah. Nigerian. Depends on the context. I mean, yeah, born and raised in Spain, yeah, Nigerian ethnically, but morally, and where my heart is, is mostly Nigeria. So I claim Nigeria Lord first me. rather than Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? So, yeah. we, we were having this conversation the other day. Do you think like, do you think you, you when you say morally, your mind is in Nigeria, do you think you also kind of like romanticize what it is to be Nigerian? I wouldn't say romanticize. It's not, it's not romanticizing. It's, it's just the fact of acceptance you know okay. um in spain yes uh, you know 
of course, I'll claim Spain. There's there's no way I could reject that country. You know, that that's where I was born and I was raised for 17 years before, you know, moving out of the country. So I acknowledge that I am Spanish culturally as well. Um, yeah. But was I accepted in Spanish society? Hmm. That's, you know, that's a very hot question. Okay. If we if we ask it and discuss it in within the Spanish society, whereas you accept it, okay, you can follow on. You can finish what you're saying. Yeah, you need to come back. To yeah. You. Whereas you know, um, in the Nigerian community, um, in Spain, we're always loved. You see, we're always loved. Like it, it was just regardless of where you were from ethnically, whether you were, you know, your Yoruba, your Igbo, your Ijo, your Hausa, like you're Nigerian and they always reminded you that like, regardless of you being born outside Nigeria's home, even yeah. when I went to Nigeria, I felt home. I felt like I was at home. I remember the first time I went, um, I went to Nigeria, this is actually funny. Um, the first time I went to Nigeria, I was like eight years old and it was amazing. I'll say like, it's one of the experiences that really marked me in my life. And there was one day, one particular day, went to Alausa Market, right? Um, <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even remember what that is, but we'll keep going. Like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a Lagos. It's a Lagos. That. Market. <laughs> yeah, so so um, I, was, I went with my sister, my eldest sister, Charity, as you know, and yeah. my mother. Oh, I also went with my uncle. So we came out of the car and I was just, I just stood there and I started looking, I started laughing. Okay. I started laughing. I was laughing, you know, out of joy. I was laughing. And my sister was looking at me like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, what did they worry this one now? So, you know, my mom now asks me like, hey, Jordan, ¿qué te pasa? Like, what's wrong? What, what's, 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 what's happening? Why, why are you laughing too much? I was just like, look, that person's Hello? black. The other person's black. This person's black. I am black. Nobody's looking at me weird. And you know, like, even though they would explain to people, like, when we had, like, you know, um, visitors into the house, and obviously my mom just got back into the country, they'd be like, oh, my God, our friend, our friend. You know, they wouldn't look at me weird just because, you know, I was born outside yeah. Nigeria. It's just the fact that, oh, you know what, you're hmm. one of us, you see? So, hence yeah. why I claim my Nigerianness more than my Spanish side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I think... Um, Because as you're talking, I'm just having flashbacks, right? Because I remember when you first came, there was this thing. (laughs) I remember my grandma telling me, oh, your your younger brother is coming back from Spain and you guys are going to spend a a long weekend with him. And I was like, which other brother do I have? Like, 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 what do you mean? My younger brother, please set the record straight, right? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was like, don't be stupid, like, it's your, your, your mom's friend's son, well, it's, like, your brother, because it's more or less yeah. your brother's age, and you have to treat him like your brother. <laughs> it's giving me that pep talk of, like, you know, you have to treat him like your brother, you know, it's um, it's, it's coming from Spain, it's his first time in Nigeria. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I knew where Spain was, to be honest. I think I had to, like, check it on the map, like, where was Spain? You know? At that time, we were I just mean, enjoying life. We didn't really care about other countries, you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, so I think like going back to acceptance, right? Yeah, that's a big one, being accepted in Spain. I, uh, do you want to, do you want to like talk about that more in terms of the acceptance in Spain? Yeah, we could, we could, anything like, you know, it's an experience, you know, I mean, like, I, I, I like talking about my experience and I think any other like black person being born and raised in, in, in Spain um, would also love to talk about the experience because anywhere we go when they ask us oh where were you born we're just like Spain people the first thing they say is like Spain there's black people in Spain it's like yeah, yeah. we out here <laughs> I get so many questions like how did you end up here like why are you here yeah, I think you know. It's, it's quite different, right? Because in the UK, there's so many Black people. America, so many Black people. But in Spain, yeah. like, we're yeah. literally maybe the only ones. Yeah, like, you know, I, I mean, 
and the thing is that community, the, the, the black community in Spain is like everyone kind of knows each other one way or the other. If you don't know this person, one of one of your friends might know that person, you see. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah. But yeah, I'm willing to speak about the the um the black I mean, experience in my in what, my own experience I could I could speak about. What what things about being in Spain didn't make you feel accepted? Um, <clears throat> whew, that's it's an easy question to answer, but at the same time, it isn't. So, I'd say school. School was, you know, school is basically the main point uh, where everything starts. You see, that's your your experience outside, you know, the black community. You know, and I say this because outside church and family, right? outside church, outside family, this is where you interact mostly with non-black people with non-nigerians and that's where you start seeing certain behaviors like you know teachers looking at you in a weird manner um (laughs) i'm laughing because just mm -hmm. to get give context to people i'm laughing because i went through the same thing like with john and i grew up in the same city so i yeah just carry on yeah like how can i say like from the get-go um I wouldn't say in my case, in my case, um, it, I would say this happened mostly, actually, no, it did happen when I was, you know, when I was, when I was younger, when I was a kid. Um, I remember they used to sing this song. It starts from this song, you know, this song, um, Yo soy aquel negrito de la Africa tropical. That's how it started. I never understood, as a kid, I never what understood. Huh? Oh, it's, it's it's a song. It's a it's a song that Colacao, you know, Colacao. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the hot but... chocolate. Yeah, they had this song. They had this advert, and they had a song that wow. said, "Yo soy aquel negrito de la Africa tropical." And if you look at it now, you wonder oh, how that was accepted. Because yeah. <laughs> that is one of the most racist things. I, <laughs> I think I think we have to give props to like evolution because sometimes we feel yeah. like things haven't changed. But yeah. things have changed. Like I remember, I I went in February to Valencia because yeah. so back there, Jordan and I used to live in Valencia, and yeah. I later moved. You know, now I'm in Madrid, and I remember going back. I went back to Valencia in February, and I went to a store, and I saw mm. one of the um one of the ladies working in the store was a black woman, and I was just so emotional because never would I have said twenty years ago that you would find a lady working. At, uh, you know, as a store assistant in, in, in Spain. It was just not a thing. Like, you didn't yeah, see black people walking in public spaces. You wouldn't see a black person, you know, um, working as a, as a taxi driver, as a, as a banker. Like, it, yeah, it, was, banker, it was non-existent. Actually. Yeah, it was non-existent. But yeah, it, it started with that, you know, with certain songs and like people just laughing at you for no reason at school. Like, you just, you know, just wake up. You brush your mouth, you bath, you eat your breakfast, tell mommy I am going to school happy. And the first thing you get is that song as good morning. So yeah, that's that's that, to answer that question. There you go. <laughs> I guess I guess like it is you yeah, I was because I was going to ask like when did you become self-aware of your intersectionality? Like and by intersectionality I mean like being Nigerian, Spanish, black. A, a man you know because i asked that because in my own experience mm-hmm. being black was not even a thing like i didn't i never if you if i had if my eight-year-old um, self was um to identify herself i wouldn't mm-hmm. say black but moving to spain right and in 2005 um five six seven or now like being a black <clears throat> woman is a big part of my identity so i was just wondering like <clears throat> I guess things like those songs make you feel like, oh, I'm different. Like, I'm not, you yeah. know, what would you say? No, we, we we were reminded from when we're like, well, in my experience, I was reminded I was black <laughs> um, when I was like three, four, you know, when kids wouldn't want to like play with me and they're like, no, because he's black and this and that. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, yeah, I'm black. Black and proud, black and proud. Um, and in regards to being Nigerian and and Spanish, um, 
you know, you, you get to know this when you see the different patterns, right, in, in, in your life. So, you know, I, I used to tell my friends that um, once I step inside my house, that's the Federal Republic of Nigeria because a different culture, <laughs> different ways, different, you know, yeah. there's certain things that, you know, in Spanish culture that are accepted, there's certain things in Nigerian culture that are not accepted. I can give you an example. Okay. The way we greet, the way we greet elders, <laughs> right? In 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 Spain is hola como esta señora, and you know, and okay, yeah. yeah, the respect is there, or you know, you give a handshake. Yeah. You can't do that to Egbon. Egbon, yeah, Egbon, Egbon yeah, Kunye. I, can't, I can't do that to your mom, like hola. <laughs> exactly, I can't do that to, to my me. dear. Aunt, like, like she'll be like, Are you okay? Like, am I your mate? <laughs> That's the first <laughs> <laughs> you just Are get you with one... or something. <laughs> exactly. Is everything okay? Do you need paracetamol? You know, family <laughs> meeting just because you said hello, you did not prostrate. <laughs> so that's that's how you know there's there's a difference. That's how you know, okay, you know, the yeah. cultures are totally different. And and yeah, but moreover, I'd say that um, you know, even though we're discriminated and which was bad for us, it was detrimental for us. Um, our parents always, you know, reinforced this, um, this statement saying that, yes, you're Nigerian, but you also need to acknowledge that you're Spanish. You were born and raised here, you know, so mm-hmm. you're Spanish. Don't be saying you are just Nigerian just because you know you're black and you know where we do different things like you're also Spanish by law because you're also born you know you're also born in in Spain so So, yes so you've said two things I wanted to speak on and like did you always accept that reinforcement from your parents um yes yes I mean at first at first as a kid there's a point I just didn't even want to be Spanish. I was just tired. I was because, like, because no. you know, parents always want to do the best. Like it's like your mom say, "Oh, you're a very handsome boy. You're, you're you know, yeah. you're, you're beautiful. You're handsome. This and that." Like, I know I'm handsome. You know, I know. I know. <laughs> I, didn't you, I didn't ask you for questions, <laughs> but you you get what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. like, even though your parents try to tell you, you know, back and forth, you're this, you're that. Like, sometimes you don't always accept what they tell you, and you yeah. want. I say that because. Fair enough, your mom is a full-blown Nigerian, like, you know. My father's a full-blown Nigerian. Exactly. Exactly. It's not the same thing if your parents, or maybe you didn't feel like the same thing, if your parents said you're Spanish, compared to if you're being identified by society, by the Spanish society, as being Spanish. Exactly. Like, you know, like, they'll say, oh, no, you're Spanish, you're Spanish. I'm just like, yeah, I'm Spanish. Okay, cool, I am Spanish. But why is it that the Spanish people do not accept me? Exactly. So exactly. So th- th- and this is something I've been I've been dealing with for most of my life. I mean, yeah, till like my teenage years. Um, you know, like if I'm not accepted in this society, why should I be claiming this society? That's the question yes. I've always asked myself. So therefore, yes. I was just like, nah, I'm Nigerian, you know. And my parents were like, No, you're also Spanish, don't be saying that, yes. you know. But then again, you know, um, looking looking at the whole situation i do you know i do claim both i'll be like yes i'm nigerian spanish because at the end of the day the nigerian spanish community has its unique has its uniqueness like for example the way we speak pidgin we don't speak just pidgin we mix spanish with pidgin you know there's spanglish there's spanglish Spanglish and there's Pidgin Spanish English. Pidgin Spanish English, exactly. You know, like in my household, like you know, well, not again because I don't live with my with my mother. Um, like when I'm home, we don't speak Spanglish. We speak Pidgin Pidgin Spanglish. Like we'll be like, how far? Eh, I comer. Like you know, it's just a mixture. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Wow, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think like, and were you like always aware of? of certain things because um, for example i remember the first day because I, I wasn't born in spain right back to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people listen i was born in nigeria i remember my my first week in school and i would say mr luis mr gonzalo they just they were like why are you saying mr like just call your name like just yeah. say luis just say the gonzalo mm-hmm. right and i remember like having to deal with that dynamic that cultural dynamic like okay when you're with the spanish people you act like this 
But when you go back home, as you said, like you you, you can't you can't start calling my dad's name. Like they will just bores me. You know. I can't the thing is, you see, this is the thing about Nigeria. You see, Nigerians, we're too contradicting. We love respect too much and we disrespect ourselves in the highest manner. I'm just going to put it out there. My dear Nigerians, if you are hearing this, do not crucify me because you all know this is the truth. You you demand demand respect. Next thing, you're calling someone else's dad out. So let us talk the truth. Yeah, yeah. the whole concept of respect is very, very questionable, right? Because even yeah. like the you know the bowing the kneeling like oh that's a sign of respect but I'm like why should I do that when when that person leaves you you're going to start talking bad about that person like exactly like imagine my, my back hurts my back hurts why should I prostrate like yeah uh. I don't even know like do, were you were you did they did you tell you you had to prostrate so that, see th- this is this is this is a good question that you asked um we. As, as you know, as being, I think, like, first generation, you know, first, second generation, you know, um, yeah. immigrants. I mean, yeah, my parents came over, you know, to, to, to Spain. I was born there. Like, we're kind of like the teachers to our parents. Exactly. Because, because um, I realized that over the years, uh, my mother would be lenient to certain behaviors. Okay. You know? Like what? Um, like, for example, greeting. Mm-hmm. Greeting, like... Like, you know, um, or even or even like me addressing myself mm-hmm. towards a person. Like, for example, my siblings, right? It is it is very common. It is very common in Nigeria, right? That if you have a, like a, an, an, an older sibling, if a sibling is older than you, you, you're most likely to say brother, sister. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I'm not saying every Nigerian family, but like... I'm the eldest, so I didn't have to think about that. <laughs> It's okay, it's okay, relax. For people like me that were last born, <laughs> you know, um, they'll be like, you know, but you get what I'm trying to say. Like, there's yeah, families yeah. that you see, they yeah. got brothers, and they'll be like, oh, yeah. brother, this, brother, brother, Emeka, sister, Chinieri, and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but or, or some people will go as far as calling the older brother uncle or, or sister yeah, that's auntie. Just, I, yeah, I feel, I feel that, like it's actually... To me, I'm sorry to say I'm going to say it. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I think it's toxic. <laughs> it's toxic, yeah. And Very for toxic. Me, that, that was weird. You know, that was weird. I mean, my mother, my mother obviously understood, you know, me calling my elder siblings, you know, by their name. It didn't mean I disrespected them. I know yeah. that everybody, like, she knew that, okay, yeah, I respected them. But it's just the fact that we have the same mother. I remember one person telling me, why are you addressing your older sister by the name and you're not calling them auntie? I'm like, that's nah, the so same weird. mama we get is the same mother we have. What, is she is she my mother's sister or cousin? Like, why am I calling her auntie? Exactly. And I remember, like, th- those kind of dynamics used to stress me out when I was young. Because yeah. I used to be like, how many aunties do, do I have? Like, yeah. I need to know, what's the family structure like? Like, I can't have 50 aunties. Not everybody that comes into my house is an auntie, you know? And exactly. And also, like, the, the whole concept of respect, it's, it's just something that they also used to bully, I would say. So, not everyone. Yeah, not people, everyone, yeah. You know, some people use that, like, okay, so you're supposed to respect me. You're supposed to listen to me. Um, mm-hmm. If I say anything to you, you're just supposed to keep quiet, right? I know talk. <laughs> and it's very, I mentioned this not to, like, butcher the culture, the Nigerian culture, but it's a very controversial um, mindset to have if you also have the Spanish identity because the Spanish identity is totally the opposite right like you That's talk back say your mind don't keep anything inside if you have any problems spit it out <laughs> you know so always having to have always having to have that back and forth like okay when I'm in between Nigerians I'm, I'm supposed to act like this and when I'm between Spanish I'm supposed to act like this like you know that's that was that was one of my first self awareness about the intersectionality. I would say. Mm-hmm. And another thing is food, right? Come on, food. This is the <laughs> thing. When it comes to food, I tend to go more with the Nigerians. Are like, come on, that that one. Really? If you want okay. to kidnap me, just put free Nigerian food. I'm there. I'm really? already kidnapped. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Shout out to my Espanoles. 
and you know I love Spanish food and, and yeah. Brian's. I love my I, Spanish food. <laughs> yeah, I, lo I love my Spanish food. I mean, like, come on, we come from one state. You know, you grew up in this state, and I was born in that state that you know took this dish to the world. Anywhere you go, and you mention Spain, they say paella. Yes, paella. for my yeah. Spanish um, countrymen, countrywomen. Let's be honest. Paella is from Comunidad Valenciana. Let's not argue. I don't want to argue, okay. please. Okay? okay. People from Madrid, take your lentejas. Nobody's disturbing you. <laughs> lentejas okay? is beans, by the way. Yeah. Take your beans. It's okay. We're not claiming your beans. But we, yeah, Valencia, we have to clarify because we're saying beans, but it's not like the Nigerian beans. It's like a watery. Yeah, it's not a going one. It's, it's, a, it's a watery bean, so. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, when it comes to when it comes to food, I'm sorry, I have to go to to my to my roots. I have to go really? for that rice. I have to go for that polofia. Shout out to my job people. I have to go for my oha soup. Goodness. I have to go for my gusi. Wait, I have not finished. I have to go for my eforiro. I have to go for my aguewan beans. With you know, uh, sorry, not beans. Aguewan agege uh, bread. Sweet hot agege bread. Shout out to my dope people with their black soup. Yes. You sound Bangas. like someone who lives in Nigeria, basically. Listen, when it comes to food, hey. <laughs> I think I think for me initially, like I did like a lot of Nigerian food, but it got to a stage whereby like it's not as accessible as Spanish food. So if you wanted Nigerian food, you had to go to certain kind of stores and Unfortunately, those stores were just far away. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I just got to a point whereby I kind of tapped out. That doesn't mean my parents didn't used to make Nigerian food. My mom made a lot of Nigerian food. But I think when I moved out, I... In my case, it was different. In my, in my, in my household, it was different, I'll say. Um, like, and this is the thing where, you know, you, you tend to know your, um, you know, the differences in between Spain and Nigeria. Like, obviously, I used to eat at school, you know, lunchtime. Yeah. It's normal, like you know, to 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 eat at school. So obviously, you'd have mostly you'd have non-Nigerian dishes, right? Because I don't see any Igbo kid eating pepper soup for lunch. That's brazy, you see. But yeah, I have my lentejas. I have my arroz al horno, you know, yeah. in in school. But at home, I'd have at home, I'd have my rice and stew, correct rice and stew, and I'd have my what's it called? I have my jollof rice, my fried rice, you know. So. Okay. Yeah. you know had to embrace both yeah and did you do you find yourself like introducing those food to your spanish friends was that something you just yeah i actually i actually i actually did um a few months ago um this was no, um, i mean when you were a child when you were younger oh, when no. i was a child when i was a child um i did want to i did want to but um you see, at that time, I would I wouldn't say that people were really open-minded exactly. in, in that country. So, because I remember there was a time, there was a time. I'm always proud of my Nigerian food. I don't care what other person says. Like Nigeria till I die when it comes to food. That one, there's no debate. I think there's I think everyone is clear about that, Jordan. They've all listened but, to you. <laughs> You've I, said I, want right to, I, I want to tell them in HD and 4K. <laughs> so, so um no i mean there was a time there was a time they they asked me this was like when i was in um first grade first grade in, in secondary school in spain they asked me about um nigeria's national dish and i think they thought you know they thought like you know we're all playing but i didn't take that lightly from the teacher i just didn't say anything because that, that really hurt me you know um yeah. Okay. They asked me. They asked me, you know, um, about you know national dish, and because they don't know anything about Africa, yeah. and that because you know at that time they will see, they will see Africa as a country instead of a. a well, continent. they still do. For they still do. They still do. They still do. And um, you know, I said, okay, you know what? Um, I come from a country, you know, called Nigeria, and you know, one of our national dishes is jollof rice. I explained that, and. Next thing the teacher said, the next the, the the teacher was like, "Oh well, guys, would you guys eat that?" And like, obviously yeah. there, there was just a silence there, and I was just like, "Oh wow!" And then she was like, "Oh, clearly I wouldn't eat that. That 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 made my heart whoa. sink. Whoa. That, that sunk my heart. Whoa. Whoa. That, yeah, that sunk my heart. You know. But 
But I do remember um, primary school. I remember our teacher, our teacher asked us to um, to bring something from home, right? Like you know, pastry, yeah. you know, like bake a cake or mm. whatever, right? So I, I told my mom, you know, to to do something. I remember. <laughs> what did you do? I remember because no, because the thing is, you know, um. As a kid, right? As a kid, you, you tend to say certain things out of out of the blue because at that time, right, we only like if you asked us as a kid how um Nigerian food would be, we'd say, Oh, it's very spicy, it's very spicy as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to say it was very mm. spicy. So I was begging my mother, I was like, please don't add pepper, please, please <laughs> do something sweet, do something sweet. I don't know, but I was just like why are you even getting stressed? Like, I know what they're yeah. talking about they, because they sent her the letter, you know, yeah, to yeah. bring something. So she you know made what? bonds. So she made bonds. Puff, puff. Okay. When I say she made bonds and puff, puff, more the way everybody swallowed. They will eat it. I know. I didn't even see one. One query, I did not see. You know what? Like, even though I said I like Spanish food, I never did those assignments. Like, oh, really? I just took, oh, no. No, 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 because I knew already how they were in class. And I mm -hmm. knew that I'm not going to allow anyone to butcher my culture, where I come from. And even mm -hmm. though now I like Spanish food back then, like for me, my mom was like the best, and she still is the best cook in the world. You know, you mm -hmm. tried my mom's food. So I'm just like, I'll not, mm -hmm. I'll not make my mom cook, bring that food to class, and you start saying crap about my mom's food. I will just, I might just come out with one blue, you know, just one blue. one blue. <laughs> said I want blue <laughs> but no I do get you I do get you because you know it, yeah because it's like lack passion. of culture exactly you know so <laughs> yeah I mean I so I'll just they'll just say oh Busana, you didn't bring anything I'll be like nope I didn't bring anything because you're not you're not going to appreciate it like we're going to eat empanadillas from Mercadona <laughs> exactly and, and, because I, I wouldn't like a situation whereby you know I, I bring that food and nobody eats it, and I go back home, my mom is asking, oh, did they enjoy that, you know, having to say no, or having to, to lie, so I'm just like, no, I'm not doing mm -hmm. it, because boys are not actually, I think, I didn't say the exact words, but I remember just yeah. telling my teacher once, like, you guys are not culturally woke to try Nigerian food, and I'm not going to waste my mom's time, <laughs> and the lady said, I mean, like, that's the other thing, you know, like, you analyze how someone thinks before introducing them to, to African you. food because this is the exactly. thing like you won't introduce one guy called Carlos straight away to a bono soup like come on try and do it stage by stage rice yeah. and stew from rice and stew to fried rice and plantain just but you know the reality Jordan like you know the reality yeah. of it. People, people are eating insects and the truth is yeah. if somebody like I don't know let's say somebody's super famous let's say um, was was very famous in Spain. I can I can think of like let's say let's say the singer Petangana. Let's say mm -hmm. he comes up tomorrow and he goes to Nigeria and he's eating a busi with Amala. I mean that's already knows. happened. That's already they happened. Follow up. They would do it. So sometimes it's not really about people not liking it. I think sometimes people just have followers' personality. And it's not even that. I I, I believe well. It's it's one. It could be. It's that. That's one of the elements. And also. People eat with their eyes. People exactly. eat with their eyes. You know exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it's, but, yeah, it's but, you, but guys, if you're listening, if you have not tried Nigerian food, try it, please. Try it I don't out. Want try it out. Try it out. Exactly. And you know what? Like, I think so. Going back to the identity, like, when did you become aware of you being Nigerian, being Spanish? And another thing that also dictated that identity is, I would say, the legal aspect of things, right? Oh, yes. If we had to put Spain on a range of, you know, in terms of all the countries in the world, like, it's one of the most difficult countries to get the, the passport, the citizenship. Very, very <laughs> Not even that. To even just be legal in the country is oh, I'm even going far. Exactly. I'm, I'm talking citizenship. <laughs> Let's just stop Sorry, from I there. Just, I just jumped like 70 staircases all at the yeah. same time. Like, yeah. getting your residence, it's so, so hard. And yeah. I don't know exactly how it works in other countries, but when you're born in a country, that should be easier for you to get your, your, your citizenship, right? Or even yeah. your 
Americas and in Spain, Spain is one of those peculiar countries whereby you might be born in the country and not have the papers to the country. I mean, that, that, was, that, was, that was my case um, uh, when I was born in Spain. I wasn't recognized as a, as a Spanish citizen. In fact, they're already telling my mom, pack your load <laughs> and go back to Nigeria. And just like, dude was born here. Like, what, what do you mean? You know, and I was having, you know, in, in Spain, so like for people that don't live in Spain, um, there are two types of, of identity cards. There's um, foreigner's residency card called NIE, yeah. and you have the national identity card called DNI, right? Yeah. Um, if you're born and raised in Spain, if you're a Spanish citizen, you have a DNI. If you're a foreigner, right, and you reside in, in Spain, you have NIE. Me being born and raised in Spain... I wasn't using DNA. Yeah. I wasn't using a, a national identities card. I was using. You're always granted the Spanish citizen. You're granted like your your immigrant that. Yeah, like, exactly. That's so born in Spain. Exactly. So so that's what also reinforced my Nigerian identity because at the time I used the Nigerian the passport, passport you had yeah. with yeah. a year. Yeah, you know? and you know what? Like a lot of people in Spain, like. I didn't know exactly the numbers, but I was watching something that said that there are over 2 million people in Spain, born in Spain, and don't have the Spanish passports. Yeah, like, my generation, my, my generation, well, our generation, like, I start, I got my Spanish passport when I was 14. You know, when I was 14, um, you know, um, Spain and Nigeria don't have um, that diplomatic that agreement, yeah, whereby, you know. agreement that you could be a dual citizen. So my mother, because I was underage at that time, she had to um renounce. Is it renounce or like yeah, renounce, renounce like, your yeah. yeah. I think my, it's virtually Nigerian, every Nigerian though. If you have, if you want the Spanish passport, you need to renounce. Yeah, you know? and I had to, you know, uh, she had to swear an oath that you know to swear allegiance to the Spanish, uh, say in legal terms, monarchy. Yeah so so yeah um yeah a lot of a lot of like you know our generation like we <laughs> if your parents were were like immigrants like from countries that had no relation with spain oga <laughs> that's my citizenship you're not seeing it but now i think now it's different i think it's changed um not like kids being born now um okay. you know they're now getting you know the automatic citizenship whereas us it was it wasn't that case it was it was a different case you know going to lawyers and it was too much it was too much like it was so crazy where you'd go somewhere and like they would ask for your identity card like you know documentation i'll yeah. provide my knee and they'll look at me and they're like but si eres español <laughs> like you're spanish, yeah, you're why spanish. Do you have this? Yeah. i was just like yeah. i don't know it's the state that and told that's me, kind you know, of like we messed up because going back to the identity thing you're like okay am i nigerian am i spanish can i even claim this country when the legal system is not recognizing me because it's not only about holding the passport right it's also about voting right it's all about you know just being recognized a certain benefit that comes with having a passport so it's like you can't do certain things because you don't have a passport yet but you have a a passport of a country like in your case you went back Mm -hmm. to nigeria but there's so many people that I mean, I've not been back to Nigeria since I came here. So it's like you're literally holding a passport of a country you've not been to in ages. Like, yeah. imagine those people who are 30 years old and are still struggling to get the passport, right? Yeah. And in Spain, you've not been back to Nigeria and you're, you're holding an Nigerian passport of a country you've never been to. It's just, it's very it's insane. It's insane, like, you know, not being born in that country. But then again, like, you know, in the Nigerian <laughs> constitution, it said that, you know, um, if your parents are Nigerian or your blood, your DNA traces to Nigeria, then you're an automatic Nigerian passport holder. So, so yeah, you know, all roads lead to home, lead back home. So, this is why, like... Well, Jordan, let's be, let's, let's be honest, like, that passport doesn't take you anywhere. (laughs) Just sorry, excuse me. Excuse me. Like, I mean, ideally, I would want it to be another way, but the reality of things is even even sometimes like when you when you walk around airports the way they look at you like it's yeah. the same thing like ugh, they're just confused like eh? yeah, I say, uh, yeah the, the government needs to do better i say i'm not gonna go into politics yeah 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 we cannot let's not do that that's not that's it's, not, it's, it's not tiring you know cultural meeting. <laughs> 
let's just keep it I bring it up because it does affect, let's say you do like a group trip with your school. Yes, having to explain like, oh, when I get to the airport, you have to go through the EU queue and I have to go through the non EU yeah. Like it's a, it's not everyone is aware of that, and you have to do a lot of explaining yourself. So why didn't you have it? But you're going here. So how how come you haven't gotten it yet? Let me help you. Let me ask. And I've yeah. had a lot of that dynamics whereby people are just like they're just shocked. Like no, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I I remember I remember in school. Uh, uh, so they were like doing summer camps. Uh, this is when I was like in year six, year seven. And they did the like you know doing this summer camp in Canada, and and yeah. in, in the UK, right? Um, you know to learn English, improving. It was an English school, so they're all yeah. organized and everything. So I was so excited. I was so excited. I went back, you know, with the paper. To my mom I was like, oh my god, I want to go to Canada. You know, <laughs> my mom was like, yeah, you know, she 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 was laughing. She was laughing about the same, like you know, joy. But at the same time, she knew. The in the struggle. back of her mind, she knew the struggle. She's like, this kid doesn't know that they're about to serve this this person breakfast. Like, breakfast has like a heartbreak, you know? Like, you're not <laughs> going to go because of the visa requirements and all that stuff. And eventually, that happened. I couldn't go to Canada yeah, due to the fact, you know, they were asking certain visa requirements that were more complicated than my spanish counterparts because yes you know yeah. even though even though um you know you had a spanish passport like you still needed a, a visa for educational uh, purposes right um to Good. go into canada but yeah being a nigerian citizen was 10 times worse you know was 10 so times how, more do you, how did you land that story huh? <laughs> how do you like who, who had to tell you like jordan you're going to be at home watching tv <laughs> you see the, the, i'm grateful i'm grateful like you know my mother um i'm really grateful for my mother because she she gave me the opportunity to explore you know gave me okay. the opportunity to explore the world and that so at that time you know they they, they sat me down like they had it was my mom okay it was my mom and uh, what's it called? There were like three uncles and two other aunties. Because I think my mom Family must have told meeting. her. Like, exactly. Because my mom must have told her, like, look, we see when it comes to traveling, this kid, like, he just doesn't listen. He just wants to go. So since he can't go to Canada, let's just break it down. They even bought McDonald's. They even bought <laughs> McDonald's for me to relax. So, you know, they were now telling me this or the plane, the, this one, that one. And then one of them was like, look, sit down. You're not going to Canada again. <laughs> Just, just like that street bus bus <clears throat> as in tears how oh, tears were flowing strongly <laughs> in a strong manner like you know <laughs> do you have to do you, know? you have to use a paracetamol after because i did <laughs> the way i was the way i was crying no paracetamol but the way i was crying like you know like it hurt my mom, you know, it hurt my mom. So she's like, look, at least just have McDonald's. I was eating my burger and still crying. And yeah. uh, but you know, the alternative was that, you know, since I couldn't go to Canada, you're going to Nigeria. And I enjoyed going Nigeria. spending my summer in Nigeria. So so you know, yeah. I was just like, Yeah, going to Africa again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they made up yeah. for it. Mine exactly. was mine was Paris. And I, you know, we started this um mm -hmm beginning of the year like you know to sell sweets and you know, get extra money and I was yeah. I was the me being my you know savvy business person from a very young age I was a person that mm -hmm. sold the most like I was actually getting yeah. bonus I was asking for more candies to sell mm -hmm. and you know one week I don't know like I think they didn't even tell me early right I found out mm -hmm. I think I found out like two weeks before they were supposed to leave for Paris and I yeah. said um that Paris you know, it's not, you know, you're not going. <laughs> There's no Paris. Nigerian, Nigerian parents, the way they break Paris wasn't Parisian. <laughs> Paris, Paris wasn't Parisian. The thing is, like, the way Nigerian, Nigerian parents break things, break down things for, for kids is, is really something that needs to be studied. Like, you know, other parents, they'll be like, oh, you know, this happened. And, like, they'll try sugarcoat it. Nigerian parents, both, take it. Take it as it is. If you cry. 
now your problem be that like i already told you and you know the funny thing like i had to be the one to go back to school because yeah. fair enough my my parents didn't speak spanish so i had to yeah. go back to school and tell my teachers that i wasn't going and i was just oh, wow. i was telling my teachers my tears were rolling up my eyes i was shaking not going to buy shaking the, the news the news I had was, you shook it. i was like <laughs> no because i took the whole like from the beginning of the year like because i used to play football yeah. back there right so on, on um tuesdays and thursday after football i would sell candies okay. to the team to their parents you know i had everybody set like oh i've not mm-hmm. sold to your dad i've not sold to your mom when is your auntie yeah. going to you i made money that year jordan and mm-hmm. i had to return that money because that money was especially for you know the summer camp and since I wasn't going, I had to like give the money to the class account and you know, so that they could share with the rest of them. They said the Paris oh. is not Paris. In. No, no, <laughs> Paris no wasn't Paris. Bonjour is not bonjour. <laughs> there wasn't bonjour in my story. <laughs> there was no bonjour that year. <laughs> it was Buenos Dias. I was <laughs> it was Buenos Dias. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh, God. Right. It was so funny after that, that my dad was like, oh, don't worry that your first international trip would be Paris. And I think I just had this thing against Paris. Wait, that Paris? I'm not going back. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even years oh. later, unconsciously, whenever, anytime somebody says, do you want to go back <clears> to Paris? I'm like, no. <laughs> Paris traumatized me. <laughs> nah, Paris is a different level, man. Paris, like, oh, gosh. I had, I know back then, like, I, you didn't have an, you know, um, opportunity to like go and have internet on your phone so I would sit anytime I have my computer out day because I had one hour to spend in front of the computer maximum a day I'll mm, go online yeah. there photos of Paris you know what does Paris look like how does finish Paris <laughs> come on Steve finished human being <laughs> absolutely finished oh goodness <laughs> What do I say when I get to a pastry in Paris? How do I ask for bread? How, how do I say um, <laughs> Jordan? Jimmy. I had a whole notebook. You know, I was already yeah. practicing my fake um, French accent. Bonjour, madame. Comment ça? Comment ça va? Ça va bien. Je suis très bien. And Paris, and that, uh, that that leads me to my my next question, right? Because now I think about it, and I'm like. I'm not the one that was supposed to go to school to tell my teachers. It was that was supposed to be like a parental thing, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I think when you have parents that are immigrants and they don't speak the language or they don't understand the system, there's a lot of you being teachers to your parents. Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, yeah. We're teachers. <laughs> we're lawyers. Yeah. We're even lawyers. Like you know, when legal and, letters will come and they'll be like, "Come and read this thing for me," and then you read it and then like, what does that mean? <laughs> so we'd have to read you know things and yes we 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 are teachers and i think like from there they really learned you know a lot of things and even certain behaviors like leniency you know just being lenient you know i think you know due to the fact like my mother has been living in spain since (laughs) since 1990 you know um so yeah like 30 yeah we're talking about 30 plus years right yeah 30 30 years around that range right so yeah there's there's a lot that has changed there's a lot that has changed that woman you know um yeah like just when we talk you know just greet each other like hello i don't need to prostrate and everything yes i still i still respect my mom please anyone that's saying this i'm not saying that i'm not greeting my mom yes i greet my mom but you know um that whole prostrating and everything is not that deep like even if i bring my nigerian friends like prostrating like that's really not it's really not relevant for my mother um what else what else what else Uh, well things like let's say you have um (laughs) you know how like there's a lot of social life around spanish community right like oh we're doing a get together and social yeah even going out yeah so my mother and they will tell you Stay in your in your room, <laughs> read your books. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, my mother wasn't like that. My mother wasn't like that. Only, only if if I was misbehaving in school, that's okay. when she'd be like, "You see that football? It don't end. It's the end. Sit down, right?" But most of the time, I was a, I was a good kid. I was good and stubborn at the same time. 
but like you know social life in terms of going out even like as adults right like now we're adults um you know this whole spain that culture of like oh 7 p.m let's go and drink something like that's you know that's so spanish that is so spanish Vamos a tomarnos unas cañas, you know like that is you know you and you can just be talking to like 2 a.m 3 a.m but it's also like okay one thing i've always tried to explain that it's so spanish but it's also very fundamental to get integrated immense in the culture like yeah if you know about the lifestyle it's really hard to be part of the culture let's just move yeah. on. yeah so i think like the 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 elements the factor that that made this transition with you know that that made this transition happen in within the nigerian community nigerian parents is the fact that they had kids in spain so obviously you mm. had to interact with other yeah. parents yeah and if we're being honest during our time um <laughs> you could be the only black person in that school you see so standard exactly it's now standard now now when i see like you know when i see little kids and they're like oh you know uncle jordan like you know how are you i'm with my friends and then i see different nationalities like oh wow yeah the world yeah. really changing you know but back then you know it was just you and then yeah like you know a parent will approach approach my mother and be like hey um you know they're doing a, a get together and now like they're doing a sleepover um can can your son you know come over and uh, you know at first they'll be like huh what what kind of question is that but you know at the end they'll 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 allow it and then they're like okay the kid really enjoyed it like even even with food right yeah there's no such thing as bocadillo in nigeria yeah so explain what bocadillo is bocadillo is baguette with ham and cheese like i i I must i must (laughs) believe that the first nigerian parents to ever hear their son or daughter come back home to Mama Kero Bocadillo, she must have been, the parent must have been confused. So you know, that like, like mommy, I want I want bocadillo. I want bocadillo, like what 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 is that? What do you mean? But you know, over the years they now be like, oh merienda, you know, snack time. Oh, I yeah. want your bocadillo and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Because basic, basic, okay. Just, you know, for people who are not Spanish listening, like, in Spain, we eat five times a day, but not five big meals. We eat, we eat like, small, is it fair to say three big meals and small ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, that's coming from Nigeria, that's not a thing. Like, Nigeria, you eat three at most. And I said most because I think two is even standard. In fact, <laughs> going to Nigeria, this is, this is where it was confusing, like, I'd want to eat like, you know, five o'clock. I want to eat my merienda, my snack. Yeah. Merienda is basically snack time. I want to eat my merienda, my snack. And they'd be like, well, you just ate a whole <laughs> bowl of, of rice. Why do you want to eat at this time? You know, but, you know, having my grandma there, um, I was spoiled with food. In fact, going to Nigeria was just like a gateway for me just to be eating anyhow. Because, you know, I had yeah. a strict diet back in Spain because I was also playing football. I was in a football academy. So they were watching our our diet you know i could not be eating pandemic anyhow do you get what yeah. i'm trying to say but once i went to nigeria like my grandma would be like come come and eat this one come and eat ogi and akara for the worst for breakfast you know oh, sometimes in ages. ages sometimes you'll be fufu that's fufu just like that you know and then coming back fat like a football you know to <laughs> to us to go to spare my mom just be insulting me like, wow, who told you to go and eat like that? You are eating like a thief. <laughs> you know, this in the arrival hall, you know, just shout it. You know, <laughs> instead just, of yeah. welcome, how are you doing? How was your instead flight? Of welcome. Instead of how <laughs> was your flight? I'm <laughs> glad to see you. Do you want to I'm... rest? Do you want to shower? Nope. <laughs> nope. Just at you. How Look at you. <laughs> you know, like that, it's just it's just wild. Like <laughs> it's wild because I'm actually thinking about how your mom would say because I know exactly her. that's the thing. Like thinking about you know how my mom she is like out, she would disgrace you in front of the over dramatize the whole situation just because I ate. Like come on, like I was with my <laughs> grandma. What do you expect? And the funny thing, she will now call Nigeria and ask my grandma, right? Why did you allow him to eat that way? And do you think my, my grandma would understand all this diet yeah. and all that stuff? Like he needs to eat salad. Like 
my grandma, you're telling her he has to eat salads because the your football grandma, team. Not even, not even any grandma, like a Nigerian grandma. Like, a Nigerian grandma, you're asking, you're telling them that they need to, this, the grandchild needs to watch the diet. They need to eat salad. Salad, <laughs> not salad. 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 Come on, <laughs> Come on man. Yeah, and how do you, how do you find like because before you were mentioning having to translate um, letters, you know, from Spanish to English. How do you how do you find that experience about always having to be essentially the mediator into the system? You know, that made us acquire knowledge at a faster rate at yeah. early age as well. Because how are we talking about like documentation renewal of uh, yeah. uh, you know documents? Um, what's it called um taxes <laughs> we're already yeah. talking about hacienda at the age of yeah. what's it called of, of seven eight you don't even know the meaning but you know yeah. you already yeah. kind of like get a sense of what they're talking about and you're already explaining to to your mom that oh they're talking about taxes you know like I'm our not- kids are eight years when we're eight nine like our friends like wouldn't really talk about taxes you know I don't even. I think they don't even talk about taxes taxes now, because I remember like the there was a time I, I in my Spanish class, my yeah. Spanish teacher was like, "You use very big words," and they're like, "No, yeah. it's like you don't use normal language." Like, where are you getting all these words? Yeah, from? like th- th- these words are too big for your age. That's exactly. <laughs> That's like yeah. well, all the letters from the Spanish authorities, I have to translate that from Spanish to English. So I was like, oh, okay. Now I, yeah. <laughs> even, no, even when I started learning how to write letters in Spanish, like, you know, mm-hmm. formal letters, right? Mm-hmm. I had already crammed all the usted, you know, like very formal. Yeah, and it was all very weird for my teachers because they'll be like, why are you writing like, this are heavy low words, like just, just write for your age. <laughs> like, oh, well. Also, talking about usted, right? The use of formal language, right? You see how hmm. in within, and this is like a, a culture clash, right? In between the Nigerian So culture before you carry culture. on, let's explain what usted is to Spanish, uh, to English speaking people. So usted is basically, you say you, in English you say you, but you don't distinguish between if that person, if it's a formal language or, or an informal language. In Spanish, if you're saying you, and you're being formal, you're supposed to use usted instead of tu. Yeah. So, so what I was uh, I, I was gonna go is like um, you see how like culture clash, right? In terms of how we address people, um, you know, in Nigerian culture, when you when you address like an an, an older person, you know, someone that's older than you, right? If it's a woman, you'd be like ma, yeah, auntie, or sir, you know, sir, yeah, and our uncle, right? <laughs> Whereas, like <laughs> in Spain, you can't be saying, we can't be telling a woman ma, nah, you know, so that, that, and they could be, they could be older than you if you refer to yeah. them as ma. They, they'll be like, yo, so you're calling me an old woman, old person, you yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And I've had issues, I've had issues like, you know, um. <laughs> like in fact this was like two years ago it was my brother my brother actually had an issue no that was last year last last yeah. year summer um and i knew where my brother was was coming from because he was actually just giving that respect right to, to yeah. the lady right so so i think my brother went to ask for something and and he was like perdone senora you know like you yeah. know yeah because yeah. the person was older than than him he's, he's yeah. not calling the woman old it's just like you're older than me, so I'm giving you respect. And you know, and <laughs> and the lady took it personal. The lady Flips, was like, right? oh, you're calling me an old woman. I'm just like, no, 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 no. He's just, you know, giving you respect and, and yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I think so, I think it's fair yeah. to say that there's a there's a bit of trauma about getting old in Western cultures, right? I think yeah, like, about, getting old is great. It's something I've never understood. You know, and maybe this is a, this is definitely another episode of podcast for people being absolutely nuts about getting old and trying to do as much as possible. Your creams, your your even like up to the dresser, like just to look like you're fourteen yeah, when t- you're clearly yeah, in your sixties. I'm twenty-eight. Now, senior man, I did go so two years now, thirty years. 
there's a big thing about not <clears throat> wanting to be old in, in Western culture and something I've never understood. Like, but yeah, as I said, that's another that's another um, episode of that's another podcast. And maybe because I was born in Nigeria, but I, I never understand that dynamic. People just be obsessed about yeah, in Nigeria. People just want to get old to oppress the younger exactly. and be like, Am I your mate? Exactly. Yeah, everyone, everyone wants you to call them maths, uh, even though you're the same age. Exactly. <laughs> Goodness, yeah. It's and it's a lot though, because you do have to be culturally aware of this book of both cultures yeah. if you want to thrive yeah. in both of them, right? If you want to if you want to be successful in the Spanish environment at the same time, you know, be successful and yeah. I mean successful, I mean like just being part of the culture, both Nigerian yeah. and the sense of community I'd say is 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 more prevalent in the Nigerian in the Nigerian like side compared to like the, the Spanish side. I think it's like it's more individualistic, like each to their own. Like growing up, how can I say like growing up in Spain, like everybody in the Nigerian community was technically family. Like someone else's mother is your mother, right? Anywhere you went, it's like you know, you had to respect them. I think like even <clears throat> you know, like there's this say this proverb, this African proverb, like it takes a village to raise yes. a child. Like that is very ingrained in and in, in in our culture and like you know it, it's good because you know growing up now um we all like fend for each other like all of yeah. us that grow up together like we look for we look out for each other and yeah, that's yeah. that's sweet you know yeah yeah because i haven't i mean i haven't seen you basically in years but we still talk like Pretty yeah, decent, like, like, I'm mostly with, I'm mostly with your brother. Like your brother knows yeah. we outside. Anytime we 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 link up is is a madness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, in every you know, so I remember when I was younger, I used to feel like, oh, if things were different, if uh, you know, I was part of, I was I didn't move out to Nigeria and I always stayed in Nigeria if I was born in Spain, but. Right now, I have to say that I've just come to appreciate both the, both the good and bad of both cultures, right? Because you, you learn a lot from having multiple identities, like having knowing how to relate with people from different cultures, and it makes you be more culturally aware to certain things. Because I see, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say, I see people who have always lived in the same place, call it in England or in Spain or call it in Nigeria, their level of awareness is not the same as somebody who has had like two or three different identities i don't know what you think about that mm, it's just different it's a different you know each to their own i say uh view i say view because you know me having more than because then again like even within the nigerian culture like i also have like two two cultures per se you know yeah. one the Igbo side of, of of you know my father like you know there's that culture and then you know the the Ijo culture on my on my um on my mother's side even though that's that Ijo culture didn't really wasn't really like instilled in me because obviously my mom was born and raised in Lagos so it was more generic you know it was it, it was not really an Ijo culture do you get what I'm trying to say and then mm-hmm. you have the Valencian you have the Valencian culture there because for example what happens in Valencia does not happen in Madrid. What happens exactly. in Madrid does not happen exactly. in that country. Yeah. You see? And, like, and even, like, talking about our experiences as being Nigerian, growing up in Spain, like, if you talk to somebody who was born in Madrid, their experience is totally different than us that were in Valencia because, far enough, 20, 30, 25 years ago, Madrid was already advanced. Even now, Madrid is still very much advanced, but right? But Valencia is, is beautiful past, a beautiful past Madrid. I don't want to argue this. It's, okay. it's beautiful. In fact, okay. you guys in Madrid be claiming that you'll have the beach. And when you're asked, where is the beach? You'll be saying Gandia. Let me just remind you people, if you're failed geography, Gandia is in the state, in the community of Valencia. <laughs> All right. So, you know yeah. what? I'm just going to say one thing. If when you know where you grew up, you don't have to be constantly proving anything. So no, we need to prove because you'll be claiming way too much. You'll be claiming paella. Look at this other guy some years ago telling some English people at university come to Madrid and eat, and you can eat paella. I just like, excuse me, hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Is everything okay? Um, no, no. 
I mean, as a Valencian, as uh, also that I'm a Valencian, as a Valencian, Valencians get offended. We are tired. We are tired <laughs> of people, you know, appropriating our dishes. Appropriating. Yes. Okay. Yes. This culture appropriation. You know, somebody from Nigeria can also say you're appropriating jollof rice, and the way you make it is not actually. Then again, then you again, like, see, you see, let me let me speak the truth. <laughs> eh? I'm Nigerian, but we Nigerians, let us stop boasting. Yes, we cook jollof rice and that. Ghana, yes, shout out to you guys as well. Stop claiming y'all invented jollof rice. Nigerians, stop it. Cameroonians, what? don't even say hello in this conversation. So, who, so, people, so according to you, who invented jollof rice? The people that invented jollof rice, yeah? Let's yeah. give them their flowers. Who are they? Senegal, Senegal you, and Gambia. Senegal, as well. No, let's be honest. You're a complete joke. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let me give you. Let me give you some history. You should never be allowed back into Nigeria. That's what I'm going to say. I'm being allowed. I'll slap that president. They'll allow me back. (laughs) I'm going to find a way so that customs they will return you back to your your country of origin. Let me give you guys simple history. One oh one. Saying what? Saying what? Simple history. One oh one with Jojo. Jollof comes from the Wolof people of Senegal. And Gambia, Senegambia. You know, let's just put like that. But we all know that's fake news. That is not <laughs> fake news. You see, this is why we can never go forward as a country. We don't like to recognize things. Completely <laughs> <laughs> fake news. Anyhow, Jordan, I mean, we could carry on and have another one hour. But yeah. I, I think we should just, yeah, we can end, end it here. Okay. Yeah, so, sure, sure, sure. Guys, thank you guys for listening. Thank- yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, um, to be in this podcast uh, Busola, thank you very much you know for having me here and um shout out to my peoples and um what else come back soon to... yeah i'll, I'll come I'll, i want to, i want to come back soon i want to speak more english i want to be speaking english the english what is english huh? i want to what speak you... more <laughs> for you, for you live in england what do you mean you want to speak more english <laughs> No, I don't want to speak the you're right, mate, English. I want to speak okay. correct Niger standard English. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I'm not, but you know, the podcast is actually like, you know, for yeah, people in Nigeria and London, Spain and England, I right? Actually, I know, I know. so far, so good. We have more, we have more audience from the UK than from Nigeria. So, oh, 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 oh. Hello, so hello, my people in the UK. You can, oh, you can I, I, no offense, here. no offense. I love you. I love you so so yeah you can speak your queen's or should i say the king's english because it's now the, the king's english yeah so i should be speaking that you're right mate in it in it <laughs> it's not more queen's english holy cow like things have to change so many things Anyhow, oh thanks guys for listening it's been a lovely Bye. time having you here please share, share we have a new instagram page called what's by busola and um share with your friends the episode via Spotify, um, Apple Podcast. And yeah, catch you soon. Take care of yourself. Bye. Bye.